episode 24 of Ballcast. Neil and Mike back for another week. Usually with these episodes, I start off with like cameras on, Mike and I can see each other, and I start off with a little bit of a joker, one-liner, whatever the case may be. Not doing that this episode. I even have my camera off this episode. Mike, on the other end of the Zoom call, can't see me, can you, Mike? I can't see a thing except for our little uh, Muskoka chair logo. Yeah, exactly. So the reason being is because I have a little bit of physical comedy for for Mike that's not going to translate well for an audio podcast at all. So the rest of you are just going to have to imagine this. Uh, But Mike, I'm going to turn on the camera now. Okay. Keep in mind, this is just for you, buddy. All right. All right. All right. Give me a second here. The camera's booting up. So I don't know if you can see this or not. <laughs> but just to get a laugh out of you, I put my hair in friggin' ponytails. I you look know, creepier pigtails. than bedroom eyes from Rex Murphy. You got pigtails, man. Or pigtails, whatever. Pigtails. Look at you. That's just saying how long your hair is. Wow. Yeah. So like I said, creepier than bedroom eyes from Rex Murphy. There you go. Fucking hell. <laughs> Love it. I'm glad I got that reaction out of you, though. That was perfect. That was the first way to start. <laughs> Love it. I, I'm glad I got a laugh out of you, because good God, it's been a fucking week. You and me uh, both. Yeah. So, I mean, we usually keep things pretty lighthearted on this show, but from time to time, there's a need to take things a little bit more seriously, and I think this might yeah. be one of those episodes. I think it um, might be, too. I I had an interesting revelation on Thursday, but before I get into my side of things, yeah, Mike, how has your week been? Yeah, it was a week. It felt like almost a groundhog day about six months ago. I had my second anxiety attack that I've ever Ooh. had this week, which was interesting. Oh man, yeah. So between Tuesday and Wednesday, not as bad as my, I had one back in September. Yeah. Um, This one was similar, but different, different in the way that I was able to handle it and, and cope with it and manage it this time versus before. Um, But it it knocked me on my ass for a couple of days. And I I bet I took a couple of days off work. I went, I, uh, we had Friday off here for a good Friday, took a couple calls in the morning, took a couple calls in the afternoon. Um, but I think, uh, I think the, the work burnout just kind of caught me and it was a good wake up call. I think to taking a step back for me personally and mm-hmm. looking at how much, how much I've put on myself in the last six months since I've started my business and using it as an opportunity to look at that and say, what do you need? What do you don't need? Yeah. And I, I had a really interesting revelation this week and uh, it was a really good way of putting it. You, you, you and I both work in and quote unquote office environment in this, in the sense that we sit in front of our computer for the majority of the day, we're on phone calls, we're on zoom calls, we're getting emails, we're getting all that. Totally. I had this, not a revelation, but I heard this 
I don't know if I saw it on LinkedIn or I heard someone say it. And you probably, I don't know if you get this. It'll be really interesting to see if you feel like this way or if any of our other, our, our other listeners, we do have lots of listeners. <laughs> Let me put it that way. We're actually very fortunate to have as many people listen as we do. So thank you for that. I know we joke around about it, but yes, joke we joke around are. about it, but we legit have a good, and it's the best group of listeners. So thank you guys. We're very fortunate that way. Yes. Very, very fortunate. Um, someone said when you, when you get that email in your inbox and you look at it before you even read it, if it elicits a certain feeling, is that the type of feeling you want to get every time you hear from, from someone? And it's this, I'm not bad mouthing my customers. I'm not bad mouthing my clients. I'm not doing anything like that, but, uh, it gave me pause to kind of think about like, I've got a lot going on in terms of the, the rate at which my business has grown and I've been kind of managing it all on my own, but it gave me pause to say, are there certain emails I don't want to receive anymore? And the nice thing with all of this is that it's my choice because yeah. I'm running my own business, which I never had before. And I, I had to switch my mindset into that where I, I've, I'm not used to having that sort of power or authority, much less against like, much less for other people. But when you really think about it for yourself, it's a very Mm -hmm. interesting way to think about it. Um, But it's given me a lot of pause this week to kind of like step back and think, what's that balance between having a, what's that good work-life balance where you've got a really satisfying, productive uh, work-life where you're, you're happy about the work that you're doing. You're happy with the people that you're dealing with and all of that. But then there's also the, there's the personal side, which is your family, your friends, uh, your personal time, the things that make you happy. And I think probably for the last six months, I've focused so much on my business that I forgot about that one other half. And I think that kind of caught me. Yeah. So I say all of this in a, I, I say all this in a very, very positive way in the sense that when I, when I first had my fight, my very first anxiety attack back in September, it was, it was, yeah, it was a result of verbal abuse from a previous boss that just <laughs> piled up. This was different. This was my body just kind of stopping itself and saying, I don't want to do this anymore. And I'm pushing myself, I'm pushing myself, I'm pushing myself, but I'm not listening to my own signals. So I, I look at this one as a very positive, like it was a very positive experience in the sense that, A, I feel like I've got better tools now than I did when I had my first anxiety attack to be able to manage it, handle it, all of that. Um, but on the other side of it, it, it really made me, it gave me an opportunity, mind you, for just a few days to have the kind of clearest headspace that I've had in a while yeah. to really think about things. Cause I wasn't thinking about work. I was thinking about my wife and my daughter and my family and my friends and my personal life and the things that make me happy, like doing the show and all of that mm-hmm. and wanting to make sure I continue to focus on that and not bury myself or force my body into a work environment that it just doesn't want to do which is fine. That's totally fine. So anyway, that's a long winded way of me saying um, it was a very interesting week. It was a bit of a trying week, but at the same time, I'm glad it all happened. And I'm 
I'm more than anything, I'm proud of myself for how I handled it. Well, I mean, first off, I'm very sorry to hear that you did have your panic attack. Those are never fun. I've, I've had my fair share. They suck. It's a very interesting experience to go through one. I can't explain. And they're all so different. Very different. My very first one was very physical. This one was physical, but not as much, but the feeling was the same. Mm-hmm. So more just, I think that's what made me like notice it in the moment and realize what it was yeah. versus before I had no idea what it was because I'd never gone through it before. This one, I was able to, I don't want to say catch it, but I yeah. understood what my body was trying to do and knew that it was going to go through a day or two of trying to process this. And it was funny. Like I emailed my clients and I told them the truth. I told them I had an, I had a really bad anxiety attack. I can't come to work today. Um, my goal is to be into, into work by the end of the week, but I'll let you know tomorrow, but I'll keep you up to date. The positive response that I got from every single one of them was like the greatest thing that you can ask for. Um, I'm glad to hear that. Like really positive. Like just like you got to take care of you. We will be here for you. Whatever we can do to help you. Like every single client. Similar but different with how they approached it. Similar in the sense that it was all very supportive. Um, some customers wanting to just show their appreciation for the things that I'm doing, which is always reassuring when you're kind of looking down on yourself a little bit. Yeah. Um, and and some just like saying like take like take time for you that's and that and that's important too now that, that's actually very important <laughs> um so it was interesting it was really nice to get that feedback from my customers and it's something i haven't shied away from in terms of telling people at work like some people get migraine some people get anxiety attacks right yeah like, and it's fair it's you never know um but I think one thing I really, I very much realized this week because it happened between, it happened like late, I guess it would have been early Wednesday morning, um, like, re- like late Tuesday night, early Wednesday morning. And Wednesday and Thursday, I, w- I, f- I felt just very tired. Like my body just felt really, really tired. But by Friday, I felt better. Mm-hmm. And by Friday, I was able to take a couple of calls and it felt good to take a couple of calls because some of the stress I think was just like, I was taking some time off last week because my daughter's been home from school which i think adds to everything mm-hmm. um and uh it felt good to feel back normal again but it, i think i but i what what i learned is that it's not something that i'm gonna feel good from from i right after it happens i do need an extra day i do need a little, that little bit of time for it to kind of flush itself out because man your body feels exhausted after yeah and it's not just your mind like your body physically feels exhausted after anyway yeah it no, was, i get it it was a big week man <laughs> yeah uh honestly i'm i'm with you and kind of going back to the one comment you made like because i get i'm not as bad as some other people that deal with it but i get cluster headaches and yep. uh, i'm very fortunate that mine happened very sporadically but um, and mine are very minimal. Um, usually I get one and I'm done and I might not get another one for like weeks or months and then that's it. 
but when I do get mine, they last generally three to four hours. And I mean, afterwards, I'm just laid up for, for the day then because the pain is so intense. Yep. Um, like I physically gotten ill from the pain. Um, it is so concentrated and so just powerful that I'm, yeah, I, like you said, I'm laid up. Like can't you, you can't do anything. So, um, and with the panic attacks I have had, it's a fairly similar thing. So yeah. I totally get it. Yeah. It's a very, um, it's a very physical experience is the best way to say it. Like, it's not like, it's very mental. Don't get me wrong. Like it's a whole body experience. It really is a whole, like, I don't think I ever truly appreciate until I had my first one, how physical of a toll that can take on you. Yeah. And like after my, like my first one, it probably took me a good, almost a week probably to feel somewhat normal again. It was pretty, I think it was pretty, I think it was pretty severe. Yeah. This one was a couple of days. Um, but still like, I felt really tired. Like you just, you just, you kind of just want to sleep and it's a really weird feeling to feel like that. Yeah. I totally get it. I, uh, like I said, I, I can definitely empathize with you. Um, I haven't had one for some time, so, but I totally get that sensation. Yeah. Yeah. For me, um, yeah, like I said, I totally get it. It sucks, but I'm glad that you were able to turn it around quickly this time compared to the first one. I I I, I think just with all of the the therapy that I've been doing for the last six months, um, scaling back a bit, which is good. I think mm-hmm. that's progress. Like it's, I always tell my customers whenever they're done with me, it's like, okay, I did my job. You don't need me anymore. And that's what I ultimately want to get to with my therapist is like, yeah, I don't, totally. like, or like I, at a much different frequency than I have right now. Um, but I remember when I first started talking to her and I didn't really know what I was asking for, but I think I understand it more now was that I want to have tools to be able to catch this. I want to have tools to be able to cope with this. And yeah. I say cope because it's not something that I think is ever going to go away. It's just kind of ingrained in who you are. So like, how can I best manage it? How can I best like I accept it, but how can I best cope with it? You want training. Yeah, exactly. And I think it's just, I think through all of those sessions, like being able to um, kind of pull back the onion and you get back to like, what drove, what's, what, what, what has driven some of these patterns that you've developed in your life or what has driven some of these feelings that you, that you feel or don't feel or, these things that you find very valuable that other people may look at and think that aren't valuable. Like, I think that has really helped um, with this whole process of like going through it, but almost like, it's almost like having an out-of-body experience and you're like, you're sitting above, it's like, okay, yep, this is happening and it's okay. It'll get over with and you'll get through it. And just, it's almost like kind of ride the wave. Now, luckily, it's not painful or anything. I'm not doing anything to hurt myself. I'm not any, like anything like that. No, no. Um, but it's a very physical and mental kind of thing to go through. And I think just, I, I think be having had someone to talk to for the last six months 
uh, knowing that so much of my anxiety comes from work and just self-pressure on myself and all of that. Um, I've been able to like talk through like the tools that I need and talk through the things to identify. And like, it's been really, and I told my therapist that a couple, a couple of weeks ago, I was just like, I didn't know what I was asking for when I told you about this, but I kind of get it now. Like, you can't just give me like, say like, you need to do these five things when this happens. You need to do these three things when this happens. Maybe you can, but um, I think so much of it was just the self-awareness of what's happening and just acknowledging it and just, again, kind of riding that wave of just going through it. And, but again, yeah, it was, uh, it was definitely an interesting week and not something I expected to go through this week. <laughs> um, but I think what the good thing that's come out of it is I, I go back to work tomorrow. I feel excited about working in, which is good. That is good. That's awesome. Good. I think like just, I, it's going to be a continuous thing for me as I continue to grow and develop my business in terms of that balance and what I say yes to and what I say no to and what types of projects I like and what sort of projects I don't like and looking at my inbox and what types of emails do I want to receive versus not want to receive. Like it's, it's a whole process. So I look at this as part of it. I'm accepting of that. And it's, it's in a very weird and maybe a little bit of a sick way. It's very rewarding to come out on the other side of it and feel good. I don't know if that makes sense. No, it totally makes sense. It almost feels it. like a little bit of an accomplishment. Yeah, totally. <laughs> no, I totally get it. But I've spent a lot of time talking, man. How's your <laughs> week been? Um, mine's been a little, I don't know, odd as well. Yeah. Um, we, when my wife and I, celebrated 21 years of marriage on thursday which is amazing well i mean all things considered i guess yeah it's a bit of an accomplishment <laughs> um so we went out and did our first really date night since COVID started wow like we really haven't gone out and like done anything yeah like we've like we've rented movies in sure. the house like you know we've done takeout and you know stuff like that but we haven't actually gone out and done anything because of how nervous we've been about stuff for sure so we went out to a local business that's been open less than a month i believe it is at this point um smash yxe and what they offer is smash therapy so they have different packages. Oh, yeah, you mentioned this, yes. Yeah, so they have different packages. So we went for a 40-minute package for the two of us, and I felt fairly secure at this place, um, actually really secure at this place. So they have smash rooms. Yep. First off, get your mind out of the gutter. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's not an episode of Jersey Shore, right? Exactly. It's <laughs> not that type of smash room. So the uh, what, what's that term? Jono used in a few episodes of TNT smash and pissers. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. The, uh, the smash rooms here are for smashing items. So you have your weapons of choice. Uh, yep. The smash room that we went into is um, fairly large. Let's say it's 12 by 12, maybe a little bit more. Uh, yep. We had two aluminum bats, a golf club. I believe it was a sand wedge. Uh, we had a crowbar, 
and we had just your run of the mill hammer. Yep. Um, the room next to us was slightly bigger. Uh, it was all in separately enclosed, right? All yep. these rooms are separately yep. enclosed. Um, and there was a third room. Um, we had for the 40 minute package, about 35 items to smash between the two of us. Yeah. Uh, it was a 50, 50 split of about dishwares. Yeah. About 50%. And the other half was like electronics and other miscellaneous items. Got it. So we would alternate with the dishware. So there was a bunch of coffee cups, plates, whatever. I would set one up for my wife and then I would set one up for myself and we just go to town. <laughs> There's one designated wall where if you don't want to smash something with one of the weapons, you can chuck it against the wall. Yep. Great. You're okay to play baseball with the items if you want. Like you can throw it up. Throw and it like, like, like self-pitch yourself. Yeah, you can self-pitch nice. yourself. Nice. Um, yeah, it worked out great. Um, they give you hard hats. They give you goggles. You have face shields. And on top of that, you're wearing your regular masks. Um, it, that part was great. We got through the dishware, no problem. We go over to the electronics. They had these like stereotypical Nortel work, like office phones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we got through that. Love it. Keyboard. That was probably one of the most, most fun things because as we're yep. smashing it, the keys are popping up like popcorn. <laughs> uh, what else did they have? They had a bread maker. And that was probably the hardest son of a bitch to crack. I can oh see that. Oh, my God. I can see that. Finally. Like, I had to pry the crowbar out of Rhonda's hands almost. Because let me tell you, her and that crowbar was like Thor and Mjolnir. <laughs> that was, was that Rhonda's choice? Oh, that was her favorite weapon. Oh, she loved that crowbar. Um, any I was TVs. Hmm? Any TVs? You can do a flat screen TV. Yeah. Ooh. Uh, you can actually add because they have add-ons. You can <laughs> add a flat screen TV onto your package for like an additional twenty bucks. Um, but included in our package was a windshield. Ooh. This like pristine windshield. Yeah. Oh. So needless to say, this was all very satisfying. Yes, I can only imagine. Just to be able to go through all this. Um, physically, you don't realize how much of a workout it's going to be. I was going to ask just having played slow pitch for the first time, and not this year, when I played slow pitch for the first time like five years ago after playing baseball for the first time in like 15 or 20 years. My back was so sore from swinging a bat. So I can only imagine you guys are giving her with bats and crowbars and all of that, just how sore your body must be. You know what? It, I was actually expecting it to be worse, but it wasn't too bad the next day. Okay. Um, here's what I was not expecting. There was a couple of moments in the room where I almost lost control because I was getting so wrapped up in getting out whatever it was I was bottling up Yep, that I almost lost control and just kept smashing items and smashing and smashing. There was a point where I almost screamed. There was a point where like, I almost had a tear come out. Like I just, I wow. got so wrapped up 
I had obviously had been keeping something inside. Yeah. And I didn't realize until after we had paid and left and we were driving home. And I, I said to my wife that, you know, I could feel the tension release as soon as we walked out of the door, the door of the place after we yeah. had finished our session. It's the first time in like at least two or three months, I didn't feel this tension in like my shoulders and my neck and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. And then I was wondering why it was bugging me so much. And then I had a realization, I think it was yesterday because for my work, I've, I've got this one thing that's been taking up a lot of time and you and yeah. I have had conversations offline about it. Yeah. Uh, but this one thing in particular has, has really caused a lot of grief. Yep. And I'm not going to go into details about it, but long story short, it's just resulted in a lot of extra hours I've had to put in. And it's thrown the work-life balance completely out of whack. Yep. There, there essentially is no work-life balance. Um, yep. So for the last, let's say, almost same time frame as you, let's say five, six months, um, it's been like one-day weekends, 10-hour days, things yep. like that. Yep. Um, and I realized, I think yesterday, as I was putting in a little bit of extra time, that I think I'm possibly one of the best liars in the world. Because I lied so well that I even convinced myself that I was okay, when I'm clearly yep. not. Yep. <laughs> like, obviously. Because yep. even Rhonda agreed with me, like, on the drive home, like, there was a couple instances there where even she noticed that like I was clearly like just going for it yep, yep. above and beyond. And that obviously I must've really needed it. Yep. yep. And it is one of these things I could really see going for again, honestly, like three or four times a year. Easy. It's, it honestly, sounds super satisfying. It was the best hundred bucks I've spent in a long time. I spent a hundred dollars on a lot of stupider things. Yep. <laughs> Um, I think we all have. Yeah. <laughs> and honestly, and they, they encourage you as long as you've run it by them, you can bring your own items. So, um, yeah, I, I had to have a really long, hard think to myself after this over the last couple of days. And, yeah. uh, I, I'm just come to the conclusion that I have to start being more honest with myself about where I actually am. And instead yep. of just arbitrarily writing things off, because you know, when you, when you run into somebody as an example on the street and you have that conversation pre COVID, obviously, yep. yeah, 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 you know, Oh, Hey, how's things going? Ah, not too bad. You know, you know, stuff like that. It's almost like I've been having conversations. Like I've been having that, but to myself, yep. ah, you're not doing too bad. You know, no. So, and I have to, I have to stop that. I have to actually start being more honest with myself. Now, do you find this is a result of having to work from home kind of on your own in a silo, or is this just something that's transferred into the working from home environment? And again, if you don't mind me asking, no, 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 not at all. No, I think this was working hours definitely is newer got it but the stress itself not new yeah 
No, not new at all. Yeah. Uh, I have been dealing with this for a long time. This is very similar to what you said. I think this is a self-imposed thing. Yeah. Uh, but this is, yeah, that aspect to it. Nope. We, yeah. me, me and stress like that go back a long time. Yeah, man. So. I know what you're saying. I know yeah. exactly what you're saying. So, yeah, but the work-life balance thing, and I'll be honest, like, I'm not going to say it's been the whole time that I've been working from home either. I know exactly when it started. Yeah. Uh, and I can relate it back to exactly this thing that I've been working on. So it's, I, it's, it's funny, specific you know to what? this subject. I, I, when I think of certain things as like in my business, I can remember saying yes to certain things when I know I should have said no. Yeah. Yep. And it's really so like really simple. Like I just should have said no. I don't think it, it would have changed things a little bit. Um actually it could have changed things significantly. But again, that's part of I think I now know. I feel like I can look back on that now and say and say that having gone through everything. But I think it's it's interesting when it all comes to that boiling point. And you have that opportunity, like be it to uh release it through something like a smash room yep. or you have an opportunity like me to go through a panic attack like you go through the <laughs> you go through these things <laughs> i mean i I, the, I guess the thing is realistically neither of those should have to be options we no, shouldn't, they shouldn't ha- have to be options should, you know what i mean like oh absolutely absolutely in a, in a uh, in a perfect world neither one of those should have to be but obviously this is not a perfect world everyone no. has their issues <laughs> No, um, I it's agree. just so I've, uh, as luck would have it, I had a discussion earlier in the week with my psychiatrist. Um, and I don't know if he could kind of pick up that I was kind of not being completely upfront with him. Yeah. Um, but he pointed me in the direction because I'm without a therapist at the moment. Yeah. Um, I was doing a group thing for a while, which was great. Yeah. Um, I actually really enjoyed the group thing. Uh, yep. and we were doing that over zoom. Uh, but he pointed me in the direction of a new app that I'm going to, uh, start delving into a little bit more this week called seven cups. Okay. And it's more of a, I think a self-directed thing, but there's also okay. group, options on there think old school like like chat rooms and stuff like yeah, that. yeah yeah so it's kind of like that nice um, so i'm gonna start delving into that a bit more so nice, i don't man. know if that's something you're interested in or maybe maybe some of our listeners are as well just in case um but when i was when i was first going through everything like six months ago i did a little bit of research no i, I don't want to say research because it's not research yeah i like i, I went to reddit and I found subreddits around anxiety and depression and things like that, and just started to read. And it, like I wasn't participating, but just reading and seeing. Yeah. Like I think it was more for myself at the time, like to validate some of the things that I was going through. Totally, um, more so that I, like it felt normal, not normal, but just like I wasn't some weirdo who was like thinking this way. Like it totally not weirdo. I, I shouldn't say that. I, I know what you, you mean, know, though. You know what I mean. 
Um, but it was really good for me to kind of see just that, like, holy crap, there's a lot of people going through a lot of shit right now. I've done the same Um, thing and there's some good ones on there. Yeah. And I think it was just, for me, it was more reassuring to be able to go through and see (laughs) other people were struggling as weird as that sounds, but also see like how people were working through it or talking through it. Like it wasn't all, it wasn't by all means, all doom and gloom. Um, but it was really cool to see just other people's perspectives on that. The other thing that I picked up on, which I, I learned kind of from Reddit was uh, meditation podcasts and doing like, like there's this one I listened to. I can't remember what it's called. I think it's meditation minis. They're like six to 10 minutes, really quick, mm-hmm. but really great to just like kind of cleanse your mindset for a little bit. Um, so those are the two avenues I've taken from a technology standpoint to like, to help my mental health, I guess is the best way to say it. I'll be honest. I've tried some of the meditation apps. Um, especially because there was a period in between and I, I don't want to go too far off the beaten track here, but there was a period in between March of last year. Well, no, I guess it would have been. July of last year and November where I was back in my work environment, not working from home. Yeah. And on my lunch breaks, I would close, uh, or like I would go into an area with a closed door. Yeah. And I would use a meditation app and try that. Yep. And I almost found they relaxed me too much because I would find myself drifting off to sleep. Yep. I've had that happen a few times. Like if I like I'll sometimes like during my work day, if I have like an hour and a half between meetings, I like you can see my office here. I have a futon yeah. behind me. I'll turn my lights off in my office, put my earbuds in and listen. And sometimes I'll fall asleep and Kim will be like, Were you meditating again? <laughs> like just like you're not just having random naps in your office, like at one o'clock in the afternoon, but I'll do it. And it does. I, I agree. Like it gets you from, it, it got, got me super relaxed and yeah. you end up falling asleep sometimes. Like I, I got to the habit, like where I, I was giving it such a fair shot that, and I knew in advance that it was going to relax me so much. I would yep. actually set an alarm for when my lunch break was supposed to be over just yep. in case. Yep. So yep. I, I'm not going to say they don't work, but I can't say that I actually, how do I put this? They relaxed me, but I can't say that I took anything from them. You know what I mean? I think what I take from them personally is just, it doesn't change. It doesn't necessarily take things like It doesn't take thoughts out of my head. Mm-hmm. It just makes me more. I feel more relaxed while I think about them. So like, it's still there, but I don't feel as anxious. Mm-hmm. It's just, I think it's just because of all the deep breathing and like, just like you're kind of slowing your body down. And so as I do that and I still have the same thoughts in my head, it's like, okay, let's think about this a little bit slowly now, instead of like the anxiety, trying to like think about absolutely everything. So that that's where I get the benefit from it for sure. I totally get that. And I'll be honest, like as we sit here recording this episode, 
there are parts of me that are having a hard time focusing because of my anxiety. And here's what's causing my anxiety right now. What's that? This. All your work. All my work. This is my work that I'm going to be doing tomorrow, which is supposed to be an additional day off that I'm supposed to have. But I'm going to be working tomorrow. Yeah. And this stack, because, you know, audio only podcast, this stack of paper that I'm holding up for the people that are listening is a solid, eh, let's say six inches deep. Oh, at least. That's what she said. <laughs> so creepy. <laughs> so creepy. Uh, yeah, yeah. And that's fair. I'll give you that one. Um, it, it's a never ending process. And that's what I'm trying to do. It really myself. is. Yeah. I think I will it's... never be rid of it. I just need to try and deal and manage and, and cope. Yeah. It's managing and coping with it. That's, I try to look at the positive terms of it as like, it's just, it's part of who I am. It's part of who you are. And it's never going to completely go away. The only thing that we can do is, is learn how to manage and cope with it. And, and I know I, it, it's such a first world problem because I know there are people out there right now that are struggling. Sure. Real, like with much hey, worse hey, issues. Hey. No, but these are real issues for us. Like, don't downplay it. That, that, that's what I'm saying. Don't yeah. like, yes, there are people who ha- like could be struggling to put food on the table who might not have a job, who might not yep. have things like that. And we're very fortunate to have all of that. But it doesn't make us any less likely to have issues, not issues to go through things like this. Yeah. It's just a different perspective. It's a different thing. Yep. And um, I'm sure people who are multimillionaires go through things that we don't go through just be like, because of their situation or like, or maybe they go through the exact same things that we go through. Who knows? Like I, I just had this really invasive thought where it was like, Oh no, we're out of beluga caviar. Whatever shall we do? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) But yeah, yes, I have, it's, it's, I I know where you're coming from. It's, it, it feels like a first world thing to go through, but at the same time, um, it has a pretty significant impact on both of our lives. Yeah. And again, I think I find for me personally, each time I talk about it, it gets easier and easier and easier. So talking about it this time versus talking about it a few months ago versus talking about it a few months before that, it's feeling better to talk about and it helps me talk about it. So I appreciate you giving me the opportunity to talk about it. I didn't really give you much lee. I didn't give you any leeway into any of this, nor did you give me any insight other than just like, like, like we always do right before the pod. What do you want to talk about this week? And I just said, I want to talk about mental health and you agreed. And here we are. Well, and just as luck would have it, I was thinking the same thing. Like I said to you in my message back, because obviously I had a week as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was, like I said, it was just a visceral reaction at that smash place to be yeah, I that even, close to. I, I can't even imagine like just the physical release aspect just being so satisfying for sure. Yeah, yeah it was. But then to be so but emotionally the, wrapped up in it. That 
I just, I can't even imagine how overwhelming that potentially feels as you're going through the whole thing. Yeah. That was something else. I, I just don't even have any other way to explain it, but I, I, I will, yeah. I will say this. If anybody is listening and they're even half interested in checking out that type of business um, and you're comfortable to do so with what's going on and you're legally able to, depending on what's going on in your province right now yep. with lockdowns and all that, um, I would highly recommend it. I don't know what the rates are going to be like wherever you are, but for, for us here, the rate, not including taxes was like a hundred bucks for 40 oh, minutes for two people. It was like, sounds, I mean, 50 bucks a person. How can you argue? Sounds fun, man. Yeah, it, it sounds was, so fun. I just, I've even, my daughter turns 18 here in less than two weeks. And that's what her and her friends want to go do. So there's going to be three of them. <laughs> and they want to go smash stuff. Let them smash the shit out of everything, man. So I even got some stuff around the house because you can bring your own items. Oh, that's amazing. So I'm like, you know what? Take it and go. Yep. That's <laughs> so, amazing. That is amazing. I'm really looking forward to it for them. Hopefully they have an awesome time. Love it, man. That's such a good way to spend a birthday. Well, I mean, considering last year pretty much wrecked any plans. Yep. Because you think about it, this time last year, it was right at the height of the lockdown. Yeah, this is when everyone was starting to go. Like, Ontario just went into its third lockdown starting yesterday. Yeah. So, it's kind of crazy, right? Yep. I just... So, yeah, to be able for her at this point, unless something changes here in the next little bit for her to actually have some type of birthday event. Yep. uh, Especially for a milestone birthday. It's going to be big. Well, so knock on wood, man. I hope she gets to enjoy it. It sounds like so much fun. Yeah. Fingers crossed. Um, It should be a good time. So hopefully it it holds up. Uh, I got to ask though. Now, now that we we've had our discussion, like with how just mentally draining the last week has been for us and the last little while, let's let's not just, just say it's been this week, but the last little while. Yeah. What good stuff happened this week for you? What good stuff happened this week for me? Uh, if, If you need a moment, I got some stuff. Let's hear it. Okay. Today, as an example, not all the snow in our backyard is gone, but like, yep. 80% of it's gone. So we were able to go out and get rid of like 80% of the dog crap in the backyard. Nice. Yes, exactly. So Mount Puji is no more. (laughs) Um, Mount Puji? Mount Puji. That's what I call it. Yeah. Because the dogs dogs tended to focus in one area this year for some reason of the backyard. Um, (laughs) Usually they disperse, but this year it was all concentrated in one hilly area. Um, Got it. No, so that was good. Yesterday, we went out and got our running around done, and we got some crickets for the frog, and we did a Starbucks run, which is always a good treat. Nice. Love some Starbies. Yeah. Um, Friday, we, um, well, I should start off by saying Thursday, we had ordered a couple of desks for me and Rhonda. Yeah. From Amazon. Yeah. One of them got here on Thursday. So I went and picked it up. 
and we put it together on Friday. Yeah. And I, it's sitting right next to me here now in yeah. the office. It looks amazing. I am jealous. Yeah. <laughs> I want mine to be here now. <laughs> it is not yet <laughs> because the way my home office is set up sucks ass <laughs> because I've got like a tw- uh, my Mac desktop here. I've got my work set up here and yeah. this is all on like a 40 inch space. That's a lot. It's a lot. That's a lot to go on. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> and this new, the new L shaped desk that we picked up are like three foot one way. Yep. And like, I think it's 50 inches the other. So, okay. so that was Friday. Um, Thursday, what did we do? Something else. Ha- oh, well, Thursday, the anniversary, obviously we went out to smash therapy. Which is why we're recording on a Sunday. Exactly. Which so, I, what, we weren't even going to record this week. No, we were going to so, do a night uh, or a week off, but then Doug Ford decided, yes, to not, sorry, we're, we don't have a lockdown. We're putting on the emergency break. Oh, give me a fucking break. Um, <laughs> so the Easter dinner I was supposed to have with my folks tonight got canceled because it's just not the right thing to do. Um, but anyway. Oh, those are some of the good things. Oh, one more thing. Yeah, let's hear it. Rhonda made this like wicked gluten-free chocolate cake. You would never know it's gluten-free. Oh dear God, it's so good. Amazing. And it's the last thing that this fat man needs <laughs> is a reason to eat cake. But damn it, I'm gonna eat but at cake. least it's gluten-free. Oh, it's so good. I can't. Oh, it sounds delicious. Oh, <laughs> as soon as this pause over, I'm gonna go have cake. Good for you, as you should. <laughs> so the as last few should. days, there's been some really good stuff going on. Oh, nice! I even just thought of one more thing. What's that? <laughs> the old desk that was here, and an old office chair, and my daughter's old bike, like an adult-sized bike. Yeah, got rid of them for free. We put them oh. up on Facebook Swap and Shop. They were yeah. gone within two hours of posting. Oh, that's the best feeling ever. Love that feeling. I love so, that feeling. And the fact that somebody was willing to come pick them up. Yes. They're gonna you don't have to the, do anything. No, Just and they're going to get the use of them. Yes. Perfect. Agreed. I love that feeling. I so, absolutely love that. It's not about making money on stuff like that. It's just no the, the feeling of getting it, getting rid of it and someone taking it, who's going to get good use of it, out of it. Exactly. Because the guy, like, the guy that came to pick up the desk was like, well, my wife has been taking over my desk and now I need it because I'm working from home and, but she needs an art desk. I'm like, dude, here you go. Take it. It's all yours, pal. Yeah. My regards to your wife, sir. Yeah. You could have been that bad of a desk. No, no, there's nothing wrong with the desk whatsoever. The worst part about it is it's, uh, it's bigger and more awkward than what we need. Got it. That's it. I, I'm not even going to acknowledge that. I had to throw it in there. That's what she said. <laughs> so that's a whole like crap load of good stuff that happened yeah. this week. No, listen, hey, I had a whole bunch of good stuff too. I spent, uh, had a daddy daughter day on, on Wednesday. Oh, nice. What'd you um, do? We... <laughs> As luck had it, my 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 daughter has an iPad, um, and the charging port was getting 
loose or something. It just wasn't consistently charging. Try changing different wire, different cables, different power bricks, different outlets, all of that. Um, and so we live just, we live close enough to a mall, Marco Mall, which is in Markham, um, that has an Apple store in it that had a whole bunch of genius appointments available. And so I was able to get that book, took my daughter there, took her out for lunch after, um, and just had, and then like took around the mall, let her buy a few toys here and there. Yeah. Um, but that was great. It was interesting going to a larger mall during a pandemic, like the Apple store took your temperature before you walked in, which was crazy. Okay. Yeah. Like. One of those just like where they're just traveling at your forehead. Okay. Yeah. Um, Yeah. They weren't fucking around. Dude, that's crazy. Like wiping down, like they had alcohol wipes on all the tables to wipe down your devices before someone come and touched it. Like they like really good job. Really, really really good job. Um, But it was weird going to such a big mall that was so quiet. I can like imagine, um, which was, but it was great for us. Cause like I felt comfortable in there. My daughter felt comfortable in there. We were able to go into stores without a whole bunch of people in them and we were in and out and it was great. So that was definitely fun to be able to spend time with her. Um, because of the lockdown with the lockdown was, I think it was announced on Thursday and it was going to go into action on Saturday, Saturday, we were supposed to do my nephew's 14th birthday party. Mm-hmm. in our little bubble um but then the lockdown was going to come and so saturday was supposed to be the day of lockdown so we ended up changing all, like we all just said let's screw it we're gonna do it friday we're gonna have our little gathering together we have a good time and all that yeah it was awesome nice just awesome like we have a bit of a fire ban in our area right now but my cousin-in-law i guess is the best way to call him um, we just made like a little tiny wood fire on his driveway, on his gravel driveway. And was like, there a KFC log involved? No, there was no KFC logs involved. Damn it. Um, but just sat around that, shot the shit, had some drinks and relaxed. And nice. It was great, man. Um, yeah, it was definitely, it was a really good family week. Really, really good family week. My, and this, like, I took a few days like as luck would have it, I have this panic attack. I'm off work for a few days. I was also going to take some time off of work anyway. Um, so Kim was able to get really caught up with all of her business because our daughter's been home from school. Um, she's been doing a lot of the, the parent, the day parenting as mm-hmm. I work throughout the day. So it's been really good for her to be able to like focus on her business and get, uh, get photographs done for a website, get inventory done for a website. So good, good, wholesome family week, man. Nice. Good, wholesome family week. Good for you. That sounds like a pretty good week all the way around. Yeah. With the exception of the panic attack. That shit, but shit happens, right? Life happens. It catches you sometimes. And it's, I'm fortunate enough that I'm able to come out on the other side of it like this. Yeah. which is just kind of appreciative of the fact that I went through it and acknowledging that I went through it and I know how to go through it. That's fair. Now, it's, now my next goal is to like get to a point where I don't go through them, but 
yeah. I'll take a little bit of a badge of honor to to go through it every once in a while if I need to. So, yeah, yeah, I get it. But yeah. hey, I mean, if that was the reward afterwards, like you get to do all that other stuff. Yeah, man. Yeah, it was great. Like I think, like I just like even just like hanging out with my daughter, like like her and I used to go out all the time before COVID on yeah. like weekends and stuff. Like that was like our time. Like we went to the science center, or we went to the aquarium, or we went to the rec room, or like just we would just find random shit to do, go to a mall together. That like that was our thing was to always go and do stuff. And since we've moved and since the pandemic hit, we don't have that opportunity nearly as much to go to go out and do those things. Yeah. Um, and so this was a lot of fun to be able to do it. And just seeing how much older she is now, she's gonna be nine in a few months or next month. Um it's a lot different going out with a, with a kid yeah. who like can order the food off the menu by themselves now. And like, has, I like knows what they want to do or ideas of what they want to do and can articulate it. And it's not like a wine. It's just like, it's having a conversation. So anyway, just kind of cool to see all that this week and just appreciate it. So. Yeah, I totally get it. Yeah. And honestly, just enjoy it while she's still talking to you. No, I, (laughs) (laughs) I, I'm well aware of what's coming, man. I'm well aware of what's coming. My wife's warned me. Kim has warned me exactly what's coming Yeah, because she's probably going to be a lot like Kim. And if that's the case, then it's going to be a pretty fun teenage, uh, teenage hood. Yeah. But the, the other side of it, once you're through that part and on the other side of it, it's okay. It's pretty awesome. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah. Um, so you just get through that part, and because same thing for my daughter and I too. Like, like one of our favorite places here was uh, or is Amazing Stories, which is one of the best comic shops in all of Canada. Is that the place you took me? Yep. That place was incredible. Yeah, love that incredible. place. And when I say one of the best, that is objectively true because it has been in the running. There is a, a national annual award for the best comic shop in Canada. And pre-COVID, it has been nominated multiple times for the award. And can totally the see fun. why. Yeah, that is one of our favorite places. We go can there all totally the time. see why. Um, and like you said, the mall is always a good one. Starbucks is always another good one. Uh, sure. There's a there's a really good bubble tea place in town. Um, so stuff like that. Yep. We can't do a lot of that right now. I mean, yep. we can do the Starbucks thing. It's not quite the same. <laughs> um, you know, cause you're doing a drive through and you're, you know, you go in, you, you do the drive through and you get it and you're driving back. Yep. <laughs> it's not quite you. the same. So. I hear you. But it's better than nothing. It, it, listen, I feel fortunate to get any little little piece of whatever normalcy was before all of this happened. So exactly. Um, yeah, just thankful when you get those opportunities. Um, I, I got to pick your brain on it because we kind of touched on the subject here. Yeah. Thoughts on the lockdown or sorry, the emergency break. I think it's at this point, it's still too little, too late. Like our case, like we're, we're in our third wave right now. I think on Friday and Saturday, we were up over 3000 cases a day again. 
um, the lockdowns don't aren't solving it. Like people will tell you, like they're still going out shopping because stuff's still open. Um, major retailers can have up to like twenty five percent capacity, so you have people lining up for hours to get into places. Um, you can go to Costco, but you can't see your family. Seems kind of weird. Um, it, I think it's. It, I keep equating it to. Are, are you a fan of Chappelle show? Oh yeah. So remember in the first season we did the making the band spinoff with, and when he was playing P Diddy and he kept on threatening to lock down the yeah. studio or lock the studio. That's what I think is happening right now. Like we're at that last one where he's like. I'm gonna lock, I'm locking the studio, and he's like, "Ness, you doing your taxes? Ness, you doing your taxes?" Like, that's kind of what's happening now. I think um, the things that the province needed, like paid sick days, um, and uh, and things like that, were missed a long time ago. And I think so many of the outbreaks and so many of the cases you're seeing now are from Doug Ford would like to say it's because people are gathering. I think it's the part, like when you look at the hot spots of where all these people are getting COVID, it's all in highly, um, highly populated transactional areas where you have like an Amazon warehouse, a Canadian tire warehouse. Uh, you have these big manufacturing, not manufacturing, but transportation or logistic facilities. Because people don't have paid sick days. Because people are getting sick and they don't go to work. They don't get paid. Yeah. Um, that's where I think a lot of it's coming from and I can't fault them. Like you're trying to, like, you're trying to keep food on your table. Um, and so, I don't know. I, I think a lot of people are, a lot of people are just kind of looking at it as like, it's not a real lockdown. Like a real lockdown would be like, okay, Ontario for a month, like you can only go out once a week and you can go out on these days or like do kind of like what Italy did or do what New Zealand or Australia did. Like lock, if you're going to do a lockdown, like lock our shit down. I think yep. everyone's okay with that. But with these half-assed measures where it's like, it's a lockdown, but we're not going to call it a lockdown and you can, you can't see your family, but if you want to go to Costco, you can do that. And you have to go to work because if you don't go to work, you're going to, you're not going to get paid. Like it just, I don't know. Between that and the fact that I keep reading that we've got like a million doses of vaccine that are just sitting in fridges that aren't being administered. It just, it gets more and more frustrating more than anything. Yeah. Yeah. I get it. Um, it, It's a lot of that here too. Um, there's a lot of reliance on people taking personal responsibility and urging people not to gather, sure. but expecting the people to, police and govern themselves is a fool's errand. If that was the case, they wouldn't need government. They wouldn't need police. Right. You you've been elected to do what needs to be done. So do it. Yeah. Um, Unfortunately, as you put it, these half-ass measures, um, there's been blatant refusal, and it's been admitted in press conference, to do anything to jeopardize the economy. 
And because of these half measures, they're actually doing more to jeopardize the economy, not just the health of the, of the people that live here. Because these half measures that are in place are making so that the businesses here can't make a living, yet they're doing stuff to the point where they can't apply for the federal programs. Right. Because they don't qualify for them. Right. So lock it down, protect the people of the province health wise, and then maybe the business owners can actually go for some of these federal programs. Yeah. Get the assistance that they need. Yeah. But or no, treat small business the same way that you treat any other business. Like, yes, you can call Walmart essential because it has food in it. I get that. But then if it's essential, close off everything that's not. Like yep. electronics are not essential. Clothing, yes, clothing can be essential. Household goods can be essential. But like gardening stuff, like, yes, we're all bored. We all want to get shit to like keep ourselves occupied. And I'm no different. I'm like, I'm preaching to the choir here. Like, I went shopping and bought rakes and gardening shit at Walmart last year. Yeah. Because I could. It's not because I should. Like, that, that's, I think, to your point where it's just like, if you're going to do a lockdown, like do a proper lockdown now. Like these half-ass measures don't take us anywhere. We're basically riding the wave like the States, but the States is months ahead of us because they were able to make their own vaccines and we weren't. Yeah. Now, interesting enough, kind of going back to Reddit, there was a very interesting graph that I saw somebody have um, a couple of days ago on Reddit and they had it animated. And it showed in per capita, all the countries of the world, how their rates of vaccinations are going. And I can't recall if it was fourth or fifth, but out of all the countries in the world, we're actually up there. We are fourth or fifth in terms of rates of vaccination. But obviously, number one is the U.S., per capita. Oh, but you knew that was going to be the case between their manufacturing and the fact that they have the, the ability to just throw money at a problem. Yeah. So be it. But I, I don't know how many, I had calls with customers last week where it's just like, yep, yeah, we're getting ready to go and come back into the office now because everyone in our office is vaccinated. Holy crap. Like, yeah. like, like that. It's yeah. insane. Or insane. It's, it's stupid. Um, but great for them. Oh, yeah, it's great. I mean, don't get me wrong. The whole thing is just, and I seriously hope that once the Johnson & Johnson one starts coming in now in April, uh, yeah. later in April, it sounds like, um, that that'll put a really big dent in it too, because not only is it single dose uh, instead of double dose, but it only has to be, like, it doesn't have to be stored at that minus 60 to minus 80 range yeah. as some of the other ones. So yeah. So it should be much easier to transport and store. Yep. So fingers crossed. Fingers crossed, man. Yeah. It's here. Here I am hoping for a lockdown. Um, just for the sake of all the people that. Honestly, we need one. Like, like ICUs are over. I think there's over 400 people in the province in ICU, which is like 120% capacity. Yeah. Um, younger people are getting it now. That's what's happening of, here too. Because of the variants that yeah. like there's a Brazil variant apparently that I had didn't know that there was a Brazil variant. Um but yeah, like this this strain seems a lot more contagious and a lot more um a lot more not caring about who it's giving itself to. Yeah. 
honestly, like there was an article, I think it was last week or a week and a half ago in one of the big national papers, maybe it was the Globe and Mail, and they were talking about the provinces per capita. Like we spend here in Saskatchewan, uh, or or we have the, the most lax rules in the country in terms of COVID restrictions. Um, and it just so happens that per capita, we have the highest infection rates. There should not be a surprise there. No. But honestly, and I'm going to call this now, if things do not change here, we are going to end up with a Saskatchewan variant because things are so bad here right now in Regina, Moose Jaw, and it's spreading. Like there's been studies done to the wastewater treatment plants in Saskatoon, as an example. They're predicting now in the next two weeks, Saskatoon is probably going to be just as bad as Regina is for the variants. So we are going to end up with a Canadian variant pretty quick. And my guess is that it's going to be based out of Saskatchewan. Yeah. That's how serious it is here. That's wild, so, man. It's just, and I, you know, what this really sucks because it's been such a roller coaster of a show. We've gone from like, you know, <laughs> it, like it's been highs and lows, right? But, yeah. And we're getting close to the end of it. I hate yeah. to say this, but the biggest, the biggest takeaway from this part of the conversation, I guess, for anybody that's listening. A is to take care of yourself and your loved ones, because yep. obviously those that are voted into power are not doing it. Yep. B, hold those people to task. Whether it's phone calls, letters, social media, emails, whatever the case may be. Next election. Hold, yeah. Hold their feet to the fire. Remind them that this is their doing. They could have done more. Their refusal to do more is what is leading to some of these people dying. Yep. To this economy faltering because there have been economic studies that show that what New Zealand done had done, what Italy had done going full on lockdown had less economic impact on their economies than these half-assed measures. Right. Like so, give them a free pass for a month. Because the sooner you can get people out healthy, the better, the better everything. Like New Zealand's the perfect like you I saw videos in New Zealand of like concerts and like barbecue parties and everyone's not wearing masks and they're out because there's literally no COVID. Now they have had a few cases pop up, I think, in the last few weeks. But as soon as it happens, it's like get lockdown. Lock it down. Yeah. And then like within a week or two. It's gone. Like, if if you know that that's the end game, no one's going to push back on it. No, exactly. But when you do these half-assed measures, these half-assed lockdowns, that nothing really changes, in all honesty, except for just the fact that you can't see your family anymore, which sucks, um, it's just going to keep going. So it's yeah. like we're basically just riding the wave. Yeah, that's exactly. how I look at it now. Like we're like the the province of Ontario, the government of Ontario, nothing's going to change until we all get vaccinated, and it's just going to be. This is just what it's going to be. That's how yeah. I look at it now. And realistically, the wave is just being fueled by these, like I said, the people in power that are doing next to nothing to help. And I hate to say it, 
but all the anti-maskers and the anti-vaxxers. Yeah. So on that note, dude, it's been just over an hour. Yeah, we've been talking for a bit. It's been, you know what, though? It's good to get it off my chest. Hopefully you Me feel too, the same man. way. Oh, thank you. <laughs> well, no, thank you. And thank you for putting up with us, listener. One, yeah. sing- one singular <laughs> listener. Um, <laughs> I think we should call this episode All the Feels. All the Feels? I was, I was going to recommend calling it uh, Creepier Than Bedroom Eyes from Rex, Mc- Rex Murphy. Uh, but, okay, we'll call it All the Feels. <laughs> a little different but sure (laughs) it works i'm good either way (laughs) okay all right all right all right so that's it for this week oh uh before we forget yes mike very graciously has sent out the first email oh yes for wax and poetic the podcast listening club uh if you are interested in joining the club it is not too late no do you have the uh, the album info there, Mike? Or let me pull it up here, really. Okay. Quick. While while Mike's doing that, just to let you guys know, the email went out over the weekend, um, and the Zoom meeting is going to be on April twenty fourth, I believe, is the yep. last Sunday in April. So for anybody that's taking part in the podcast listening club, uh, we will be sending out details for that probably the week before, let's say. Yep. Um, and we'll we'll try and come up with a date and well we know the date we'll try and come up with a time that's going to work for most time zones um it may not work for everyone uh but if you can join in that would be great it's not going to be a super long meeting like maybe like half hour 45 minutes something like that but yep yep um this the album that we're going through is called lost songs by amber lynn okay which was a submission by our friend ricky it was all random how I picked it. I used the website to pick it. So nice. Um, I've got a, for those that got the email, there's a link to the album on YouTube. So you can go and listen to it there. I couldn't find it on Spotify. That's not to say it's not there. I just couldn't find it. Um, but yeah, like Neil said, April 24th is when we're looking uh, to do our first little meetup. We'll send out details ahead of time. Listen to as much of the album as you can. If you even if you can't listen to it and you still want to come hang out, more yeah, than that's that. cool. And if uh, you want to take part, uh, just drop us a line, bods b a h d s at podcast.com and yeah. make sure that you include some of the albums that you want us to listen to. Uh, one quick piece of housekeeping in regards to the listening club: what we are going to be doing is cycling through uh, a selection from every member before we allow a selection from another member. So let's say we have 10 people, we will listen to 10 albums before we allow say person A to have two albums chosen. So. And we've got a good healthy list of about 40 albums that people have dominated right now. Very surprised with that number. That's awesome. So we've got almost like a year's worth of listening already, which is great. It'll be (laughs) great. And there's some really, there's some, classic albums on there that i've heard and there's stuff on there that i've never heard of this lost songs by Amberlynn. never, never heard, of heard of her so so really looking forward to uh experiencing hearing something for the first time again so yeah exactly and i'm looking forward to the conversations with those that are taking part in this whole thing too so oh show 
otherwise, if you want to check us out, uh, just look us up on social media. Just look up podcast on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, whatever the case may be. You yep. can check out the show on pretty much all the major podcast platforms. And uh, that's it for this week. And any words of wisdom for the folks, Mike, before we leave? Nah, just take care of yourselves. That's it. Take care and of yourselves. Take care of the ones around you. And uh, keep on keeping on. Nice. That parting thought for me, just, just one quick one. Um, I know that the, that boat is, is now gone from the Suez Canal. Yes. Uh, the evergreen ship, sorry. Um, which means, unfortunately, we cannot make any more jokes about that. Did so, we did, did, did we ever? Well, no, but I was going to, but we can't now because that ship has sailed. 